Yeah! Welcome, 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 welcome to Canada's Gold. <laughs> Canada's Gold. <laughs> ah, this is the official companion show to fan control <laughs> football, the only real live sports league that gives the power to you, the fans. You make all the decisions, you make all the calls. I am Jeff, two men's one T Kanata, and I am joined this week only by the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Josh McCuga. Hello, Josh. Jeffrey, it's a pleasure all on this side of the table, my friend. I, uh, I'm up here uh, helping my, my mom move into uh, a new little apartment up here by my brother in Northern California. So I'm in like a... Uh, I make sure I'm like kind of like you, right? Everything's kind of like a make makeshift situation right now. I got a laptop on a bed. I'm sitting on a, like a toddler's chair just to get the height, you know? Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we and we are uh, we are officially the asylums run or the uh, the uh, <laughs> inmates running the asylum. <laughs> yes, can't even get that right. The inmates are running the asylum because mm-hmm. we are without adult supervision. It's a couple of uh, bearded Italian guys. <laughs> Without Patrick Dees and the Commissioner Ray Austin yeah. to oversee us, to uh, keep us reined in, we're liable to do anything this week. Really and truly. I mean, Dees last second had to uh, he had to attend to something. He didn't even give us an excuse. He was like, guys, can't be on the show like wow. that. But that's wow. what you do when you're the founder of the league. You can do that. Roger Goodell doesn't have to explain to his no. the people at NFL Network why he couldn't appear on the show. He's got bigger then, fish. Dees has got bigger fish to deal with than <laughs> you, you and me, you know? Uh, and then the uh, the commissioner, Ray Austin, is, seems to be on some sort of television program or something. And yeah. he also, he said he may chime in, but knowing Ray, he's like, I, I got to find a hotspot. Which, yeah. if Ray, Ray doesn't actually live in a hotspot, so him <laughs> actually finding a hotspot, Slim to none chances here, Jeffrey. And he's built a busy building his media empire. You That's know? true. He's that a, we true. are only one tiny branch on the tree that mm-hmm. is the Ray Austin career uh, empire building Correct. media machine. Have you, know? you started taking over the Denver metropolitan area yet? Like I'm trying, it, man. I'm trying. Today, all of my stuff arrived. It did. All, it did. It's 7 a.m. Uh, wow. two, two enormous trucks arrived. And the guys just left. It has been uh, many hours. I can't even, I don't even know math of how many hours it's been. Many hours of, I don't know. We got a bigger house here in Denver. <laughs> and yet all of the stuff from my smaller house somehow does not fit. How is so, that possible? Dude, we moved from a two bedroom apartment and we have no, we have like less space in a three bedroom house. I don't know I, what the hell is going on. I think our stuff expanded in transit. I don't like the boxes <laughs> multiplied. We were putting stuff in the kitchen, putting it away, which is a nightmare process. There's yeah, no, oh. no, nothing fun about putting stuff away in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, my mom, who's in town helping oh, out, nice. uh, kept saying, there's there's, there's like seven more boxes with the letter K on them for kitchen <laughs> in the outside. And uh, she was right. I, we were the, the kitchen was done being being filled up, and there were seven more boxes of kitchen uh-huh. stuff. I don't know how that's possible. Dude, when we moved into our house, I'm telling you, we had so – what my mom, same thing. She came to help. She's like, you have seven of this spatula. I was like, yeah, <laughs> but one is a Star Wars one. 
and one is and not a Star Wars one. So you got to keep both of those spatulas yeah. just in case. It is it is a process because logistically in planning out a kitchen, you know, the most important things, where does the silverware go? Where do the plates and where do the cups go? Everything else can. But if they're not at ready access, people, you start always oh. looking around for where it is. I, I Dude, I'm maniacal about this. Anytime I yes. move into a new place, I stand in the kitchen and I go, all right, if I want a cup, where, where do I immediately, what, uh -huh. where am I, where am I heading? Where's my instinct to go? I want it yes. to be as intuitive as possible, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. very important to me. So I was kind of in charge of like figuring out where everything goes, but then it got to a point where there's just more things than space. And I, I don't yeah. know how that's possible because we moved to, again, a place with a bigger kitchen. <laughs> it seems physically impossible, but yeah, so that's, you, there we are. Here's the question I think noobs would like to know. Do you feel like the air is a bit thinner there in Denver? Do yes. You feel, okay. Yeah. I mean, going upstairs, uh, <laughs> the first few days, it was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you just sit down for a second. My kids, who are uh, three and five, yeah. they never had, they've never had stairs before in the house, oh. in any, any place they've lived. So stairs are the greatest thing. In sure. the world. And my daughter, has yeah. already figured out how to like lay on her stomach backwards and just zoom down the down the mm -hmm. stairs, little, little down the, the yep. carpeted stairs. Um, That's how I have this scar, Jeffrey. <laughs> right, this one, right? You can see it on the side. You see that one? You oh, see yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. That's from sliding down the stairwells back where our first house straight into the door jam of the <gasps> front door. Just like right that hurts, it. it hurts me to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Watch your kids because if they're yes. anything like Josh McCuga, scars aplenty shall, shall yeah. follow. Yeah. Well, yes, but but the point I was making was that uh, the, you know they they would chase me, daddy, chase me, and running around the house, and then they boom up the stairs. And I'm like, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> the end of chase. Chase is just ended. Chase done. Do you yeah. know how thin the air is here? I'm not going up those stairs. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm not going up those stairs. Um, um, we've got a dude. We've got a, a pretty packed show today. I just want to hit a couple. Of, I go. Listen, the chat starts out hot. Yeah. And I want to make sure that we get to some of these. Uh, it's good to see our, our usuals. Rick T Podcast, Chicken and Porto. I, I've never seen this name in here before, but I want to give him a shout out. Old Greg 007 says, somebody get me a job with FCF. Greg, okay. pitch us your resume in three chats. What Ooh. what What is it you do here? Okay. Yeah. In, in, in the famous line of one of the greatest movies ever made, Office Space, what is it? that you do here because this is the fan controlled football show, the FCF show. It's a fan controlled football. And if you are a fan of the program, or if you're a fan of the league, you should pitch me on or us on why you deserve to be in the league. Listen, players show us their talent on the field in a combine. You, the commenter, what is it that you do that would make you worthy of FCF employment? <laughs> this is cool. This could be a, this could be a recurring segment. What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> um, we'd love to see it. Also, if you have ideas over the course of this here stream of what yes. this show should be called next week, mm -hmm. you get to decide what the show is called. We are fan controlled, which means you get to decide you control last week. You decided that we were going to be called Canada's gold. And while that seems wildly irrelevant now, a mere days after the Olympics are over, we've just <laughs> yeah. completely forgotten them. Uh, but, I know. Uh, but, and yet that's, you've decided, so that's what we're going with. So you get to decide what we're called next week. And we'd love to hear your suggestions. We will put up a poll at the end of the stream and you will be able to vote. And your vote decides what we are called. But as you mentioned, Josh, we have a jam-packed show. We're yeah. going to have more trivia. 
Yep. Uh, you are the master of the <laughs> trivia. It's been so much fun. And we got whatever you want. We got it this week, unless you want Patrick Dees or Ray Austin. And then we do not have that. <laughs> we, we do not have that. Um, <laughs> we do have a great uh, uh, name in the chat here. We've got Greg Meskel's side piece. And it just says, I have a very special job. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> okay. Well done. That's That wins uh, name of the day 100%. Because guess what? Josh Makuga and Jeff Kanata, we don't have a chat name called Jeff Kanata's side piece. Right? <laughs> we don't have a, a Josh Makuga's side piece, but Greg Meskel gets a side piece. Man, um, I get it. With a voice like that, you got, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you got side <laughs> One side piece yeah. for days and every port. What do they say? <laughs> uh, they say, Brandy, port. you're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. Yeah. Oh. But my love, my life, my lady is the sea. Do do and do do and do. We talk. I mean, I know this is, we have things we can actually talk about with FCF, which is cool. Sure. And yes. I want to get to that. And yep. we have guests. But did we ever talk other than on a few texts about uh, me discovering the serious XM radio station Yacht Rock? Well, I feel like when you told me you discovered Yacht Rock, I was disappointed because of how many times I bring up Yacht Rock in casual oh. conversations. No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't that I was unaware of the genre of Yacht Rock. It was, it was, I was unaware there was a serious XM station dedicated to that yes. genre. I had yes. no idea that you could program 24-7 in just that genre. I, mm -hmm. I felt like it was a it's a pretty narrow subgenre as far mm -hmm. as my uh, mm -hmm. I, I had thought. But, but here's the thing, Jeff, is yeah. and Esco underscore WDB guys next season when we have we will next season has not been announced yet. It will be announced very, very soon. I'm being told like within weeks, like one, yeah. maybe even two weeks. So we will get to that. But hang yeah, out with us. They're not going to let these two yokels uh, announce the new season, although we no. wanted to. We wanted we to did. this week. We asked, but they're not letting us. No. Uh, but see, here's the thing, Jeff, with Yacht Rock uh, and what 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 would you want to listen to on a yacht and what are your feelings on a yacht does it matter how many times you hear ambrosia does it matter how many times you hear the same song by holland oates or christopher cross when you're on a yacht all the music blends together because the happiness overwhelms you yeah right no, it's and great that sirius xm radio station it, it, it's got a uh like interstitials of a guy who's like here on the yard so great. <laughs> it's, it's really fun um and i was going to ask you what your prototypical yacht rock song is but it sounds like you just name dropped three artists that you would put i for me the prototypical the one if i think of yacht rock the one song that comes to mind is sailing by christopher cross well you would you would be correct in saying that if yeah. we're looking at the you know like the godfather yeah. uh, of yacht rock it's christopher cross right yeah. and then and then the family tree goes down right so you've got like sunny uh uh fredo and michael corleone <laughs> right so if the godfather is christopher cross you've got michael mcdonald Kenny Loggins, yeah. Ooh, okay, yes. and then a, a possible together, uh, Daryl Hall, John Oates, okay, those are your understudies, yeah. and then from the branch from Michael McDonald, because you know, solo not Michael McDonald branches into Doobie Brothers, Ambrosia, Ooh, yeah, um, yeah, Philip Bailey, that kind of stuff, and then over on the Hall and Oates side, you've got George Benson, maybe a little more funky, right? And then in the middle line, you would probably call your Fredo, right. You, your 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 Kenny Loggins then pops down into your more like rocky yacht rock because Kenny Loggins does has a have a bit of a 
of a rock yeah. to him. He's a little more yeah. like, you know, a little more of that. So you're going to, you're going to pop down into your looking glass, your brandy. She's a fine girl, something yeah. you can go, yeah. you can dance like to some Boston in there. Yeah. Oh, why not? Yeah. You know what song? Steely Dan, astrophysical oh, underscore anomalies to Steely yeah. Dan. Steely Dan. 100% Steely Dan. up there. You yeah. know what, yeah. uh, what song I heard, uh, on, on that station as I was listening to it, uh, that I hadn't heard since I was a little kid. And I was like, this song is <laughs> incredible. I want to just quote it in my normal life. It is completely overlooked. It was a massive hit, and yet no one talks about it, and it still holds up. It's phenomenal. Magic by Olivia Newton-John. That is, she is probably maybe one of three yacht rock queens. Yeah. You know, like you could put up, uh, that she could take the tip. You got Olivia Newton John. You've got Stevie Nicks. Even yeah. like with or without, you know, uh, Fleetwood Mac. Mac. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you might be able to throw in. Ah, man, it's kind of tough. But you could throw in Gloria Stefan in the Miami mm. Sound Machine. You could throw them in there because that's your that's your you know your Miami your flavored yacht rock, if you will, yeah. a little more upbeat. Because man, know, I, I gotta say, gotta believe we are magic. Nothing can stand in our way. <laughs> that is amazing. That's an amazing line. We have to. We have to believe that we are magic. That is. A, that's a profound line. Like yes. There's so much. There's there's so much to make us think that we can't. Like there's so much pessimism out there. But mm -hmm. we have to believe that we are magic, and nothing yeah. can stand in our way. Oh, I love that song. It's anyway. I'll, most people will, when they hear Olivia Newton-John, will go straight to Greece. Everybody's like, "Wait, did I turn into a football show or a yacht rock show?" And I'm like, "Listen, <laughs> let me talk about Olivia Newton-John." Why do they have second. to be different? Why okay? do they have to be two different things? Exactly. Is Olivia Newton-John comes in? She's Greece. She's all this stuff. As soon as she releases Magic, they were like, "She did it. She did yeah. it. She created one of the world's most perfect songs." Because on the other side of Magic, Steve Miller's Abracadabra may have ruined the band. Okay. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John, on the other hand, was saying, you have to believe we are magic. Nothing, Nothing can stand, stand in the way. way. This yeah. is what happens when you don't show up, Ray Austin and Patrick Dees. This Dees. is what this happens. This is it. You got to believe we are magic. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get to some announcements because we do have a few uh, yes. FCF-centric announcements. New episode of the rant with grant came out this week you know grant from this very show mm -hmm. you know he can rant mm -hmm. you should be watching the rant with grant it came out this week uh do you, i did not see it though do, do you know what he was ranting about by any chance? I, I have yet to watch it because uh I, you know grant's rants uh i i need to be in a special kind of state of mind to watch a rant you just and, can't and this i <laughs> I just can't not a do that right now. And, um, you know, I, I have been in, in a bit of a rough mental headspace the last week and a half or so, and I needed to stay positive. Jeff, I needed to believe that we are magic and nothing yeah. can stand in our nothing way. Nothing can stand in our way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hear that. Uh, so, you know, uh, I haven't watched it, but listen, the guy is kind of a rant genius, right? He is. <laughs> and he's a, he's a rant savant. <laughs> <laughs> today and when i say we i mean you yes so good that colorado air may be thin jeff but it is expanding your mind Ooh, i can piss out at any moment Woo. uh all right uh also announcement in the fcf world 
There will be a new episode of Owned and Operated on Monday. So this is uh, this is for fans. This is uh, your behind-the-scenes look at what's going on. Uh, and it's coming out on Monday, so check the socials for that. Check the YouTube channel for FCF. Owned and Operated, new episode coming Monday. Those things are fantastic. Those episodes are great. Uh, yeah. Own and operated is. Uh, did you happen to see Renee Montgomery on that new Bob Costas talk show on Showtime? I think. Like you know when you when you put no. an announcer in a talk show uh, set, they kind of they kind it kind of feels like they're forcing it just a touch. You okay there, Jeff? You know what? I just realized um, I did not plug in my camera and it's about to die. Oh so, no! You know what? I'm gonna put right, it right here. In. I'm just gonna go on a Josh rant right yeah, now. Do that, so. Do that. Listen, what most of you may or may not know is that Jeff somehow was blessed with great hair. Uh, Josh Makuga was not. And there he is. He's back. (laughs) Nearly averted catastrophe. Nearly. Uh, Esco underscore WDB says, guys, speaking about the league, will it be possible you guys can make a team of players that are good but didn't make the impression to stay in a team Team named the underdog. Everyone loves that story. I'm not exactly sure what that means. Are he's, we talking? He, I think he's talking like a bad news bears type of situation, or like a major league where it's a bunch of uh, players that really shouldn't even be here today. You know, uh, <laughs> is that a good right. idea? I mean, here's the thing. That is a pretty fun idea. So the players that don't get drafted get get thrown into the underdogs, and the underdogs play uh, the team that wins. One of the teams that wins that week to see if. That team is better than a winning team with the draftees. I mean, there is a poss- there is a thought to that because yeah. I've been thinking, right? So speaking of like football, right? We got NFL's coming up in a couple of weeks. The Steelers play first day, uh, first game, September 12th. Um, and we're against the Bills, which doesn't get me too excited because the Bills are pretty good this year. Pretty good this year. Yeah, they should be at least. Is So now we have 17 games in a season, which I hate. I hate the fact that we're going to 17 games. I don't want an odd number of games. Um, so what I think they should do is just keep it 16 games and make half the, so 16 teams make the playoffs, 16 teams don't. And then those 16 teams that don't, if the owners are looking for more games to play to make more money, those teams that didn't make the playoffs then play for the draft picks. So let's just say like, Uh, like, it's like a, like a loser's bracket. Correct. So yeah. teams one and two, right? Let's so let's just say next year the two worst teams in the league are the San Francisco 49ers Not and the Oakland Raiders. Okay, let's Probably just put will those happen. Okay. <laughs> so you put those two teams against each other. The winner gets number one pick, the loser gets number two pick. Do that with three and four. So you get an extra game for all those teams that like haven't been playing for squat for the last like five or six weeks, but they are trying to play into yeah. some sort of hierarchy for those draft picks i think it's, that's a, i think it's a cool idea it's just do, do people want to watch all the worst teams play each other jeff people will ingest football that's at true. any any level doing anything it's, right it's true it's true if it's on and it's in the nfl people will watch it uh and that's how it's gonna be with fcf because yes we got we got this we're gonna have must watch football as soon as uh 2.0 gets around because we had must watch football in season all season long yeah yeah i my my little nephew watched it and he was like this is so much more fun than regular football (laughs) which yeah well you get to control it yeah um i have another uh another really cool announcement speaking of the nfl and fcf and the overlap therein uh jeremiah patassi 
Ooh. Travis Poivinen, the Trav Daddy. Both of them, get this, made the 85-man rosters on Tuesday. Woo! That means you can watch them in their preseason games this weekend. Raiders versus Rams, Saturday at 7 p.m. Broncos versus Seahawks, which I guess... Yeah, you're gonna watch the Broncos games now. Yeah, that's that'll be your local team now, Jeff. That's gonna be my B team, I guess. My, yeah, my AFC team. <laughs> um, Saturday at 7 p.m. Pacific time as well. Oh, they so these games are opposite each other. Uh, yes, yeah. Raiders and Rams, Broncos and Seahawks. You can see FCF's own Trav Daddy and Jeremiah Patasi. Man, how exciting! It, it feels to me like somebody from my high school is in the NFL, you know, it feels yeah, like 100%. That, it's like one of my people yeah. I get to root for. Yeah. Uh, so, so cool. So having a cool. whole league behind you as you're trying to do this, I have, I've yet to watch Tuesday's uh, hard knocks yet. Mm-hmm. Um, week one, uh, the first week with, uh, with it, cause they're following the Cowboys. My guy, Micah Parsons from Penn state was like a focus of episode one. Yeah. Um, which was, which is all again, really, really cool. Uh, you know, like you said, it's when somebody like from your high school makes a team or something like that. You get so invested when somebody's from your college or your town or whatever. Now that they're from, from quote unquote, our league, yeah, you have that vested interest. Like I was there when they did so-and-so, yeah. you know, and you know, if Toivonen, Trav Daddy gets in the league, they're going to show the Hail Mary in the FCF on the NFL. Like they're right. going to show it. Yeah. How cool is that? Yes. It, totally. You know, it really, I think it highlights what makes uh, FCF so special, at least for season one is that I felt like I had a closer relationship with the players because they were being drafted every week. And it, it didn't feel like it felt like this it, people plan for the love. We had so many of them on this show that we got to talk to. It just felt like the barrier between fan and player was, was removed. Yeah. And I think that's part of the thesis, uh, the, the, the goal of FCF uh, and it really worked. And 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 seeing them now transition into the NFL, some of these players, it feels like I still have that barrier down. Uh, and I have this sort of window into the NFL in a way maybe right. I have never had before, which is cool, well, too. I think, you know, uh, my uh, my brother, who, again, was watched pretty much every game and was very interested in the league because um, he works for, you know, EA. And so Madden, obviously Madden in real life, seeing what that looks like. The people that yeah. work at EA were very intrigued, I think, by the league. Um he he asked me, he said, would if in season two, would you ever think of getting rid of the draft? And I said, absolutely not. I think at first, a lot of people were very either confused or maybe a little skeptical of the draft and drafting people uh, every week. And, you know, and that franchise tag became more and more important. And I said that the beautiful part about that draft every week was seeing and knowing where and when to draft, learning the players. Without that draft, I don't think you got, get to know the players as well, right? right. And I think that, that that draft situation, if we can even expand on it, build on it, however you want it to look. But I think that draft is so important in getting to know the players, knowing their stats, where they should go, investing in the players, so that you know each week who's on whose team. Because again, with so many moving parts, it can be a bit overwhelming. But if you simplify it down in that draft form, it yeah. really did work. And, and to hit on your point of like investing in players, that draft night really helped us invest in the players going forward. We had a hand in drafting them on our team, meaning we can then call plays for them. I think that's yeah. the be- that, that beautiful thing. You know, you draft the, the Steelers draft six, seven picks 
in a draft, you might remember the first two. You don't know who the other two are until they maybe make a splashy play in the league. And like, oh, that was our draft pick, that guy, right, right, right. 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 But you don't know. Every week, if you were to have some sort of draft of open players, like in a fantasy league, you know, you might be a little more invested to see what that person does. I don't know. Well, speaking of investing in players, we're going to introduce you to another player we had in season one. Linebacker Max Davis is going to join us right now. Hey, Max, hey, welcome to the show. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing? <laughs> doing good Great, to see man. you, man. It's good to see you. Thanks for being yeah, here. Good to, good to see y'all, too. Good to see y'all, too. Hey, man, uh, you were on the champion Wild Aces, the people's champions in that championship game. Can you tell us a little bit about what that experience was like in the first uh, championship game of FCF ever? Yeah, it was crazy. Um, I knew it was going to be kind of crazy because the way they they had described it the night before we were going through our walkthroughs and stuff, uh, they were just saying, yeah, I mean, the, the losing team is going, you know, they'll be taken care of. But the winning team, if you guys win, you know, it's going to be crazy for you. So they, <laughs> they kind of gave us like more incentive to, to go out there and win. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it was a crazy game. We were kind of getting, uh, honestly, you know, we were kind of getting it handed to us in the first half. And then uh, we kind of came back um, in the second half. But it was it was a great night. It was a great night. Yeah. And uh, you I'm imagining you were standing on the field when the money started falling. From the sky. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a crazy experience. And honestly, like, I don't know. We kind of all thought it was just regular confetti. And then uh, <laughs> I just remember I was standing right next to uh, to uh, Putu, Joseph Putu. And he was like, no, nah, man, that, that smells like money. And then you look up and everybody, everybody just everybody just ran. So I love yeah, it. it's crazy. Smells it like crazy. money. Dude, I love it. <laughs> yeah. um, Max, when did you know you were good at football? Like, what did, was there, you know what I mean? You're a young kid. Somebody comes up to you, like maybe a hit or a catch or something. Because when you're, when you're playing youth football, a guy, an athlete yourself, like you were probably the stud amongst all the people that you played with. Uh, to be honest, I actually uh, I didn't play football really till like I was in uh, late late middle school. Okay. I didn't really start playing till about uh, seventh eighth grade. Okay. Um, I actually was a soccer player. I played no soccer way. for like ten wow. years okay. um, before I even touched the football. So, but honestly, as soon as I first started playing, it was uh, I fell in love with it. Um, I just I'm naturally uh, uh, kind of an aggressive uh, guy in between the lines, obviously. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was just uh, – I just kind of love at first sight um, being able to hit and and uh, being able to – just the camaraderie, you know, with all the guys in the locker room. At, uh, even at that young of an age, you know, it was just uh, – there's nothing like it. So Let me um, ask you this. But, yeah, yeah. Real quick. Let me ask you this. So you said you played soccer all, all grown up for 10 years. Okay? Yeah, yeah. My, bro- my uh, friends and I have this discussion all the time. Do you think if the United States – fielded our best athletes on a soccer field, we would be unstoppable worldwide in soccer. Do you think that that would be the case? Uh, soccer is kind of tricky because it, it, it takes a lot of skill, a um, lot of, lot of, lot of practice. And, uh, and unfortunately, you know, with the U S we're so invested in uh, sports like football and, and baseball and basketball, you know, we're extremely talented in that aspect, but when it comes to soccer, you got you got kids that are, you know, coming out the womb with a soccer ball in their hand in, in other yeah. countries around the world. So I, st- I don't know about that. I, I think athletically, you, I mean, 
if you gave us enough time, <laughs> probably, probably, yeah, probably, honestly. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah, right? we, we definitely have the advantage. I feel yeah. like every kid at like six, seven, eight plays soccer. Yeah. I did, yeah. you know, but yeah. Then yeah. You just, there's this weird disconnect, right? right? Because like every kid plays it, you know, in America, but then we don't, we don't transition to the professional level, you know, as much, but everybody, right. at some point kids stop dreaming about being soccer players and they start dreaming about being football players and baseball players and basketball players, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think, uh, cause to go back to your other question though, um, I transitioned from soccer to football, uh, just because I, I, I liked that, uh, that feeling of like being with the dudes in the locker room and, um, you know what I'm saying? Just the camaraderie on and off the field. Yeah. There's so much invested week to week, um, the hitting and, and training camp and, and all that stuff. Just I felt like, you know, the adversity you go through uh, with all those other dudes, it's like, man, uh, there's nothing there's nothing like it when you get a win um, yeah. in the sport of football. So that's why, honestly, like I, I, I liked football and, and going through high school, I just – it just became really, really natural to me. And then, you know, as, as I, I'd probably say my junior year, you know, that's when I started getting like all state uh, recognition and, and then senior year just kind of took off from there. So, yeah. Did right you on. gravitate toward defense right away? Is that, I mean, you said you're a physical guy. I imagine being a linebacker felt natural, but did you, did you gravitate that way right away? Um, yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was one of those kids that was just like, I was happy to uh, kind of be on the field, obviously, when I was in middle school. Um, and, you know, you play all, all types of different positions when you kind of first start playing. But um, I would say, yeah, in high school, you know, when I – when uh, as soon as we started padding up my freshman year, I was knocking dudes out left and right. So, <laughs> they were just like, yeah, this guy, he's probably going to be a linebacker. So, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> and what, yeah, what have you yeah. been doing in the off season, man? What, what are you doing these days? Are you uh, keeping up training regimen? How are you holding up? Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, uh, I take pride in, in staying in great shape. Um, I'm, uh, I'm on the field probably four to five days a week Damn. and uh, I'm in the weight room probably three to four days uh, on top of that. So obviously I, I stay in shape and um, I'm also doing some personal training. Um, right got my uh, certification last year uh during the covid uh time um and, and so i'm kind of in, in the midst of of building my brand a little bit uh with that as well right um awesome. but, but yeah that i mean those two things re really right now um they, they they take up a lot of my time so but it's been good it's been good it's been a really good off season are, are, you, in, are you in indianapolis now yes i'm in indy right now awesome. right on uh, Indianapolis is, a, is an underrated town. Uh, it is. What's, it is. What's that? Uh, what's the area called up near Butler? It's like a bar area. It's got a weird name. Where like the bar? Oh, of... you're talking about uh, Broad Ripple. Broad Ripple. Broad there Ripple. Broad Ripple. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I haven't Ripple. been there. Obviously, I, I mean, honestly, I ain't been there in years. Yeah. I've not been there in years, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I definitely know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Had had a few too many cocktails up on Broad Ripple, Max. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, That's what, what, what playing in the FCF? How would you compare it to other places, other leagues that you've played in? You know, um, I was. Uh, it's just it's a little different. Um, I, I think the uh, the FCF. Uh, it's it's pretty. Uh, you know, coming from my. Uh, perspective. I think yeah. it's a little catered toward the offense, 
which I think is, is a good thing because yeah. in order to get fans involved, you got to kind of cater to the offense. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to see points scored and, and stuff like that. So um, as a defensive guy, I didn't really like that. But, <laughs> I mean, I understand it's, that business is business. Um, but on, honestly, I think for, for some positions, it's just it's very, very different um, in terms of FCF uh, than like NFL or CFL. Um, for example, like, you know, being a linebacker, there's there's pros and cons um, to being, you know, the one single linebacker out there with all that space. You yeah. know, you have a lot of responsibility, which is good because you get the opportunity to showcase yourself. But at the same time, there's, there's uh, some a little bit of restriction in terms of what you can do um, compared to like the outdoor game to showcase like your athleticism and things like that. So, uh, but I would say really for like sk- skill players, receivers, DBs, um, even quarterbacks, you know what I'm saying? Those, those, uh, those players, uh, they, it allows them to kind of showcase themselves. And if you can get free and open in, in a, in a small enclosed environment like that, then you can most certainly do it outdoors. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so, so there's some, there's definitely some differences, but I mean, you know, at the end of the day, ball is ball. So if you yeah. were, um, if, if let's just say in season two, you, we let the fans call defensive plays. What would you think of that? Oh man. Um, that's a good <laughs> question. I, I probably, I mean, honestly, it'd be, it'd be cool. I think, uh, it'd be interesting for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I feel like a lot of these uh, fans, they may get real aggressive and just start <laughs> split, 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 split every single play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kill the quarterback, kill the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, but uh, man, that would be that would be cool. That, that okay. would uh, it'd be different, but it'd be cool. What do you think the fans would have the most trouble with calling defensive plays besides the obvious, like call blitz everything? What is it like knowing? I guess coverages, that kind of stuff. Like, what do you think is would be the, the biggest hurdle for calling defensive plays? Yeah, it would come down to uh, calling coverages probably. But also, I mean, uh, even more in depth to that is the personnel. I mean, mm-hmm, if the yeah. fans don't understand, that, you know, if we had a we had a draft and you know the skill players on the other team and you know the quarterback, you know there's certain coverages that aren't going to work well against certain personnel. So. I think that yeah. would be probably the challenge that okay. uh, these fans would, would encounter. Hmm. As they say, it's a game of matchups, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, speaking of matchups, so I did that. <laughs> nice uh, way, we nice got a matchup. We got a matchup for Max. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do a little trivia, and we have a certified FCF super fan joining us right now. McKenna has been waiting backstage. Welcome. Hey, McKenna. Hello, hello. What's up? What's up, McKenna? Hey. Welcome oh. to the show. And and she's got a Wild Aces shirt in the back there. Well done, McKenna. Okay. okay. The Mac Attack, as she's being yeah. called in the chat. The Mac I Attack. Like it. I like Tell it. Oh, she got a Wild Aces jersey on too, Jeffrey. Look at it. <laughs> what? Look at that. Oh, yeah. Baller. She's repping. She's repping. She's repping. <laughs> the world champs. Um, Tell us a little bit about how you discovered uh, FCF and what made you uh, be an Aces fan. How did you get into the league? Um, so kind of funny, Greg Miller. Um, I remember back when it was first announced, I was in high school and it was like, ah, I was not into sports at all. And then once when this year came around and I became friends with more people in the community and everything, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. 
So then I I went all in. We held uh, weekly watch-alongs for the games and the drafts. And, like, the atmosphere was so fantastic. It was like, all right, I'm, I'm learning football now. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's I love it. I love everything about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. That and now you're fantastic. sitting here with Max, who helped bring home the championship, the first people's championship. <laughs> Pretty awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. But yeah, you she's, are... uh, she's definitely repping. <laughs> well, unfortunately, now you guys are going to have to become adversaries oh. because we are going to uh, start one of the patented Josh Makuga FCF <laughs> trivia face offs. Okay. Nice. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So here's here's how this is going to work. Uh, we're going to the first person to three points is going to win. Uh, three questions correct. Each question worth a point. Uh, I've also got some bonus Josh Brady style questions at the end. Uh, some of them are real trivia. Some of them are, again are based on my opinion. Um, I'm also being told in the chat, McKenna, that you do cross stitch. Oh yeah, that's that's a cross stitch right there. Oh, that Wild Aces is a cross stitch. <laughs> yeah. What? Is that like um? Whoa! Whoa. Wow! That's, yeah. that's wild. That's that really cool. is awesome. That is <laughs> I you. thought cross stitch was like stitching, but then you never shut up about it, and you're always trying to tell people to try. Cross stitch. That's he. You know, Max. He's, or he's making a shot. He's taking a shot at CrossFit, which I, <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. if, if Max. He's a personal trainer. He's obviously jacked. I don't know if if Max does. CrossFit, it kind of scares me, Max. <laughs> yeah, CrossFit's uh, it's a little different, uh, yeah. but I got respect for for anybody that does it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. When, you know, when Josh, when Max was saying that he's in the the gym like three or four times a week, I was thinking you and me, we're only like three or four times a week short of that. Not exactly. <laughs> I've driven by gyms at least three or four times a week. I know I have. I know I have. Okay. <laughs> So here's how this is going to work. Uh, we're going to start with McKenna, the resident super fan, up against Max. Now, if you guys don't know the answer to the question, you can get one lifeline opportunity. Your lifeline is Jeff Kanata. Okay? So you can use I Jeff. I apologize in advance. You can use him once. Once we've gotten <laughs> to three points in the regular trivia, then we go into the Josh Pretty round uh, where anything can happen. Okay, here we go. We start with McKenna, the cross-stitch queen. Here we go. Question one, McKenna. Which of the following is considered a seed, not a nut? Hazelnut, peanut, almond, cashew. All right. I'm going to go with almond. Almond is correct. Give her the points. Give her the points. Up hot, up hot, McKenna. She now she's gonna have to cross stitch an almond all before the next question. <laughs> I you know in, until we took until we took her window to the big window and the and I did not realize how totally awesome her background is right yes. now. Also. Very, very cool. fantastic. Yeah, I don't I, see. I was gonna put the oh, I have the Wild Aces poster too, but I move into uh, my apartment tomorrow. That and that's oh, going up man. in there, but I promise yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it. <laughs> I don't. I don't okay. see any Josh McCuga cross stitch back there, but you can work uh, on that. Man. It's off camera. It's off camera. <laughs> oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, Max, your question. All right. What is the national summer sport of Canada? 
Is it lacrosse? Is it soccer? Is it roller hockey? Or is it sand curling? <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I'm going to have to go with roller hockey. Because oh, hockey the winner. It- Incorrect. Incorrect. Oh, I would have guessed too. McKenna, I for sure it was roller hockey. McKenna oh. for the steal. Lacrosse. Lacrosse is correct. Wow. wow. McKenna. Wow. She's Canadian. She's Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Matt Batson says sand curling. Uh, yeah, I made that one up. That was made up. I made up that story. I think we should start sand curling. That's I think we should. Really oh, I don't think it would work too well. <laughs> yeah, you're brushing sand. Not so good. Okay, McKenna, this is for the clean sweep. Clean sweep. All right. In which state did spam, the food, not the email, originate? Was it Hawaii, New Mexico, Minnesota, or Alaska? Um, let's go with Hawaii. Ooh, Hawaii, incorrect. That's what they I would love too. They love spam. They love spam there, but that's not where it uh, was uh. was created. This is an eating history question. Max Davis, would you like to hear your options again? Uh, no, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna choose probably between Alaska and Minnesota just because they're cold. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna say uh, I'm probably gonna say. Let's go with Minnesota. Minnesota is the correct answer. He's on the board. Max Davis. Max Davis. I like the reasoning because it's cold. Because anyone who can actually go out and get some food would not eat that garbage. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely wouldn't for sure. (laughs) Spam is an acquired taste, and I have yet to acquire that taste. Okay. My dad loved Spam. It's disgusting. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Max Davis, your question. Which boxer fought against Muhammad Ali and won? Was it Ruben Hurricane Carter, Joe Frazier, George Foreman, or Sugar Ray Robinson? Um, Man, I should know this. Uh, Let's go with uh, Foreman. Oh, Foreman is incorrect. Oh, I thought that's what it was too. McKenna. Boy, I've gotten all these wrong. McKenna. Foreman lost to uh, Muhammad Ali in the Rumble in the Jungle. The old uh, rope. That's what I was thinking of. Rumble in the Jungle too. Yeah. Rope a dope. Rope a dope. Do yeah. not look at the chat. <laughs> McKenna, your answer. Uh, can you please give the, the options to me again, please? Yeah, I can. Sorry. I can. Uh, Ruben Hurricane Carter, Joe Frazier, or Sugar Ray Robinson? Let's go with the, the first option, Hurricane Man. Ruben Hurricane Carter, a different weight division. He never even fought him. The correct answer was Joe Frazier. Oh, Joe Frazier. Frazier. Smoking Joe Frazier. Still anybody's game. Still anybody's game. Still two yeah. to one. Still two to one. Over but the, two. But you know, George Foreman did win in the uh, grilling appliance category. He did he win. Did. That, he yeah. did. He sure did. He he's sure still. Did. He's still winning. I, I, <laughs> I use one of those things like twice a week, man. I love those things. <laughs> I could never get past the grease catching trap. I just oh, that's I, the best part about it because that's how you know the grease isn't in your food. Oh man! Right, right. But it's also all over your countertop. All right, <laughs> here we go. Uh, McKenna, this question is for you. How many seasons, excuse me, I'm going to go to another question. 
McKenna, which NFL team is the only team to have appeared in four consecutive Super Bowls? Is it the greatest team to ever play, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Buffalo Bills, the Green Bay Packers, or the St. Louis Rams? Let's go with the... What was the third option again? I'm the sorry. The Green Bay Packers. Let's go with the, the Packers. The Packers is incorrect. <laughs> Max Davis for the steal, the only NFL team to appear in four straight Super Bowls. I'm going to have to say uh, the Bills. The Buffalo Bills went to four straight and lost all four. They lost all of them. They yep. lost all the four. The Jim Kelly era. Yep. Jim Kelly from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Okay. <laughs> is, am I correct in, in now saying it is two to two? It is two to two. Game it, point right is, now. The it next is point hot. wins. It is hot. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> this goes to Max Davis. Max. Jeff Kanata and Josh Makuga met hosting a charity basketball game between what two celebrities? And you cannot use Jeff as your lifeline on this question. I don't know. (laughs) Here we go. Is it Quavo and Floyd Mayweather? Was it Logan Paul and 2 Chains? Was it 2 Chains and DaBaby? Or was it Quavo and 2 Chains? I'm going to have to say, because these dudes were pretty good athletes themselves in the sport of basketball. I'd have to say Quavo and 2 Chains. <gasps> Your winner, Whoa! Max Davis, takes it. Quavo and 2 Chains is oh, the answer. Oh, man, that's crazy. Now, Come I would be – from behind. Amazing. From behind. There it is. Our ever so subtle is, Max wins. I mean, Max that wins. is uh, – that's reward enough just to get that text on the screen. <laughs> that is – now, that's a, that's a, that's a good sight right there. <laughs> <laughs> McKenna, because you're such an amazing cross-stitcher, and I'd imagine a cross-fitter, I don't know, but you're clearly a SpongeBob, and I believe a Harry Potter fan, if I, don't, oh, if I see yeah. correctly back there. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, I did do uh, some Josh Brady style questions. Now, this, like last week, uh, these are based on Jeff Kanata's opinion. Okay. Mm, mm. Now, I, I only got five out because I ran out of puns. And then we're going to go into a either-or Jeff Daniels or Jeff Bridges category. Ooh, okay, guess. so all Jeff all the time. All right. Um, okay, so this is I'm I'm voting, and then we're going to find out if if it's a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Correct. So okay. I'm going to give you a pun based yeah. on Jeff's name, and he's going to hold like a thumbs up or a thumbs down off camera, and then he's going to bring it in. He's going to say yes or no to the pun, and you have to guess Jeff's answer. Okay. We're going to start with McKenna, then gonna, we'll go I'm gonna to give Max. you a hint right from the top. If it's a pun, chances are I'm going to like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here we go, McKenna. She lives on platform nine and three quarters. <laughs> Here we go. It's Iron Jeff. If you're a chef named Jeff, welcome to Kitchen Stadium. Let's go. Yes, he likes it. He didn't like it. He didn't like it. Oh, no. Poor McKenna. Unbelievable. Okay. Over to Max Davis. Max, this show is called Only Jeff Turns. It's a NASCAR podcast hosted by Jeff Kanata and Jeff Gordon. Only Jeff Turns. I'm going to say, yeah. Oh. 
Jeffrey? He didn't like it again. Oh, Unbelievable. Pun. Only Jeffrey only left turns is what it, you're doing. It's because they it. NASCAR goes left. They you all go what? left, Jeff. That's on me. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I'm Unbelievable. Oh, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Right. Okay. Back to McKenna. Okay. <laughs> okay. Burn it in Jeffigy. It's like effigy, only with the Jeff twist. Yes. Yes. He yes. likes that one. He likes it. Oh. He likes it. He likes it. All right. Max Davis for the tie before we go into the Jeff Daniels, Jeff Bridges. Okay. It's my Jeff foot. Jeff as a pretty decent left-handed soccer player. He doesn't like it. I Unbelievable. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, we're going to go into the Jeff Daniels, Jeff Bridges oh. category. How this works is these are either IMDb credits for Jeff Daniels or is it an IMDb credit for Jeff Bridges? Okay. Here we go. We'll start with Max Davis. Max Davis. The movie Catalina Sea Lab. Jeff Daniels, Jeff Bridges. I'm going to say Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels is correct. Give him the point. Oh, wow. <laughs> Give him the point. McKenna, The House on Carroll Street. Uh, let's go Jeff Bridges. Ooh, we're looking for Jeff Daniels. Okay. Max Davis, Radio Days. I'm going to say Jeff Bridges. Oh, it's Jeff Daniels. Oh, Still one man. nothing. Still He's one nothing. McKenna, fearless. Jeff Bridges. Bridges is correct. It's all tied up on one. Max, <laughs> something wild. Uh, Jeff Bridges. Oh, it's Jeff Daniels. Still tied one oh. one. McKenna, rain without thunder. Jeff Bridges. No, it's Jeff Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> Over to Max Davis. Wild Bill. Jeff Daniels. No, it's Jeff Bridges. (laughs) Over to McKenna. Fat City. Jeff Bridges. Bridges, give her the point. 2-1. Max Davis. Welcome home, Roxy Carmichael. Jeff Daniels. Yo, it's tied up. McKenna for the win. <laughs> Halls of anger. Halls of anger. Jeff Bridges. It's Jeff Bridges. McKenna, what oh. the heck? Oh, all right. Wow. Max well Davis done. wins straight up trivia. McKenna wins Josh Rudy here on the FCO. Everybody's show. a winner. Everybody's a winner. Everybody's including a winner. Jeff Canada. There you go. She even gets her own graphic. Unbelievable. You guys are both awesome. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. Uh, Max, tell us uh, where where we can keep up with you and the, the stuff that you're putting out on social media, your branding, anything you want to plug. Yeah, um, so my Insta is uh, underscore Max underscore Davis. Pretty simple. Right um, you, you know, there you can follow me uh, in terms of my off-season. Um, I have videos of me training, working out, things like that, so... Uh, yeah, underscore Max, underscore Davis. Love it. Awesome, man. Yeah, thanks for being such a good sport. It's been awesome chatting with you and finding out. We, we're hoping we see you in season two at FCF, man. We, we loved watching you in season one. So thanks for being with us. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, y'all. Max, Absolutely. good luck, bud. We'll see you soon. McKenna. McKenna. How about you? What, anything you want to plug? Any, anything you want to promote? 
Um, Your new apartment? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, welcome anytime. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, my Twitter's at Potterpants212. And, two, and then. Potterpants! Yeah. Love it. Um, and then I have like six different podcasts. They're all linked there. There's wow. a link in the bio, and then it links all of them. Yeah, yeah. That's a amazing. little bit of everything. Yeah. Potter Pants 212. Do you live in New York? I live in Pennsylvania. Where in Pennsylvania? Uh, I live outside of Harrisburg, but I'm moving to Philly. Well, look at you. You couldn't have gone to Pittsburgh. Come on, it's the I know, I'm, I went everywhere. Gosh, Unbelievable. Gosh, I got I got a problem with this. What do you got? I only have five podcasts. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> she's got more podcasts than me. Dude, she's a big deal. Have you seen? Do you do a cross-stitch podcast? I, I, I'm going to take it up as soon as we get done with this show. I'm taking yep. up cross-stitch. Yep. I one time uh, cross-stitched a rose when I was like seven. It just like mm -hmm. over and then you over and then your little green stem. How long, how long did that Wild Aces cross-stitch take in, in, in hours? Um, oh, in hours, I can give you weeks. It took me about oh, two and a half really? weeks. Wow. <laughs> I was wow. also in class, like I was in like mm. session, so like it would have taken me a short amount of time, but I didn't want to get wow. caught cross stitching during class. Oh, I had man. no idea that those were that uh intense. That's that is a lot mm. of that is a time commitment. That is impressive. Yeah. Did you are you in college right now, McKenna? Yeah, I'm about to start my third year. Where? Uh I'm going to Temple. Nice. Hey, cool. Congratulations. A temple owl. Look at you. Oh, one, yeah. of my, one of my closest uh, friends went there. And uh, our buddy Matt Batson said, uh, also looking forward to that buddy cop pilot, Mac and Max. Oh. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> Jeff has been out podcasting. <laughs> Jeff has been out podcasting. stand. So good. McKenna, you're awesome. You uh, are. We can't wait to have you back. Yeah. Um, Thanks Keep for it. supporting the show and yes. and uh, and supporting the league and being such an awesome Wild Aces fan. And thanks for being here and being such a good sport, too. Oh, thank you. It's so much fun. I can't wait for season two. Yeah. Awesome. And you know what they say, Jeff, in the in the cross-stitch world? Keep on stitching. <laughs> That's <laughs> what we all say. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. That's, That's what, what they say, Jeff. Sometimes they say. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Take care, McKenna. See you, McKenna. Thank you. Josh, I'm I'm embarrassed. I did not get only Jeff turns. Only Jeff turns. I didn't get it. He hit it. He got. He I got know. It. Now I get it. Now I would have liked that one. I feel. Uh, I feel bad. Um, this You're, I will say, I'll tell you what. Jeff is a hard name to pun. I was like, I was running mm. out of words. Bereft, yeah. clef. You yeah. know. I'm surprised you didn't. You didn't just go with Kanata and and do all the the can and cannot. Thing. I thought that was the layup. Yeah, know? that's true. It's too easy. Yeah, you're 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 a, you're an artist. You know, thanks, Jeff. Not gonna Thank take you. the easy, easy way out. Thank Can you. we? I just have a quick question. Can yeah. we do the show without D's in Austin every week? Because <laughs> I feel like the show was mwah, Chef's Kiss mwah. stellar. Just the best stellar. part was when I had to reconnect the power to my camera before I went. <laughs> I will uh, say we got a, a, a close-up look on that plain white tee you're wearing. So well done. <laughs> this is literally because I was moving boxes all day. And yep. I like, was like, oh, my God, it's time to do the show. I got to run mm -hmm. downstairs. Mm -hmm. um, we have our poll up for what this show should be called next week. It's unsupervised adults. That is very good. Uh, it's not the air. <laughs> Smells like money. Oh, that is so good. <laughs> That's good. That is so good from That's Max really Davis's good. quote. And Yacht Rock versus KTEL. <laughs> <laughs> so get your votes in right now. Decide what we will be called next week when I assume 
Deezen Ray will be back. It's uh, it's Yacht Rock unless it's Yacht Rock Radio here on Sirius X. Do you have you heard the Sirius XM channel? It's it's pretty good, yeah. man. I'm about to get in the car and listen to it for five and a half straight hours. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. You, beautiful. you know that my my love of yacht rock has taken over because my wife now sings along to the songs. Yeah. Got to believe we, we are magic. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> can stand in our way. Oh, I love it. Um, uh, we just got a a message from our former co-host Ray Austin, who said, "How'd the show go?" And our good friend Banana Leche said, "Don't bother coming back." So I think we've got a show here, Jeff. I think we've I like got a show. How'd the show go? It's still going. You, you, <laughs> you could be here. We're still. It's still Boom. on. Boom. Is he not I, even aware when we record? And uh, after this, I believe uh, I don't know if you wanted to jump on a call and talk about our sand curling league. Just a thought. Just a thought. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Ray and Dee's uh, co-founded the FCF. Get ready for some competition because the Sand Curling League is about to come in here <laughs> and redefine what sports entertainment is all about. Boom, boom. Well, the votes boom. are in okay. by an overwhelming margin, 87%. Unsupervised adults. I love it. Although, man, I, I really it. like that smells, smells like, like money. money. That was pretty good. That's a pretty good one. We all know that smell of money. You know, it's, Ooh, it, it kind of smells, smells like, like shoes and, you know, like a little bit of dirt and then ink. Like yeah. That inky, dirty shoe yeah. smell. Yeah. So we will be called Unsupervised Adults next week when we are back here Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv slash FCF. We hope you'll join us. We hope you'll tell your friends. And we're ramping up. We're going to keep on trucking, having fun, doing trivias and, uh, you know, eking out some cool tidbits of information as season two slowly ramps up. But then once the floodgates are open, man, this is the place to find out all that information about how many new teams we're going to have, how to get your votes in, how to help define the future of this what we believe the future of sports is. 100%, Jeffrey. Thanks for, thanks for doing this with me, Josh. This was a, this was a fun one. Just, a, just a couple of us, you know? Just a couple dudes doing couple dude guys. stuff. And the, um, McKenna and Max were just the best. Great times. Uh, oh, awesome guests. Awesome yes. guests. But if we could do this,